Everyone's got opinions when it comes to leadership, and let's be honest, how many experts do we all know? But where can we find real leadership advice that's not BS? Well, look no further. Welcome to No BS Leadership, where on each episode, we attempt to expose the gap between what leaders think they should be doing and what actually works. Listen in as we irritate some, inform others, and challenge all leaders to discover a better path to the leadership excellence we all want. Good morning, evening, afternoon, listener. We are so glad you're here to join us today on another exciting episode of the No More Leadership BS Podcast. I am Jeff Geoff McLaughlin with Professionals of Play today, and I got my our regular host of characters here, and we're going to jump right into this episode. I may go a little off script for this one, you guys, just because I have some personal experience with this one. I may put on my grunchy, grumpy old man hat, which I'm wearing currently, get in my rocking chair, and start railing against this one. So you may have to rein me in just a little bit. Today, today right, our topic. Okay. Are you done now? Yeah. I, I wait. I okay, see, gotcha. Dude, the audience can't see my hands. I'm already like, I'm already getting real animated. He's flailing. Just thinking He's... about the title. I'm like, okay. The myth that we're going to uh-huh. talk about today is that just everybody really needs a nice tall glass of just suck it up, okay? Suck it up and get the job done. Because realistically, we got, we, you came here for a purpose, you came here for a reason, you get paid to do the job, just do the job. Come on. That's the myth that we're going to talk about today. Now, I am a fan of that, honestly, because I had all of those jobs when I was a kid growing <laughs> up. I did not. I didn't have any sympathy from any of my bosses at all in any way, shape, or form. It didn't matter if it was raining out, how far, how cold. It was get out there and get the job done. Now, I, yes, I will admit that I did a lot of physical labor, manual labor kind of things growing up. And, but that was the other thing was that you had to just get the job done. And so the myth, though, now is that stop complaining, just do the work. When in reality, and this is where I think some of you will have some very good things, to say is that anxiety, frustration, being able to read a room, seeing what else is going on in people's lives outside of work that they're bringing to work because work-life balance is just really, it's just life, right? It's just, you're doing whatever you do to get by on a daily basis. Some people do certain things, other people do other things. And then there's all the stuff that goes into making a human being. So how do we as leaders accept all of that and still get the job done? with all the stuff that people have going on in their lives. Because honestly, you can't just say, suck it up, buttercup, get the damn job done. Without HR going, that's, there's, there could be a more tactful way to say that. Maybe and, perhaps. And legal. And legal. <laughs> I'm not an HR professional. I work with a lot of HR people. I am not the one that knows all the rules and the regulations. So Obviously. So what, <laughs> have you ever worked with someone that, maybe didn't say, Hey, I've got all this stuff going on in my life, but you noticed that there were things going on with their work patterns or that you could see like, they're not getting the job done that they usually can do really easily. Has that ever happened to you? And what did you do to help them get back to the point where they were efficient and working well? Don't well, everybody jump in that. at once. Are you talking about a new hire or are you just talking about a person in general? Let's go with a person in general, and then we'll talk about new hires in just a little bit, because I think okay. that's a different situation. Okay. I got to jump in here yes, because ma'am. it happened to me, and it was a 
definitely a situation of suck it up because it's not going to change. I It was a really good job. At it. it fit me to a T. I got to travel and all this kind of good stuff. And But my direct boss, who was the vice president of the company, didn't like me. But I wasn't the first one she didn't like. She There was a long list of people that couldn't work for, I'll call her Donna. They couldn't work for her, so they left and went someplace else. Over and over, I worked hard at trying to get along, but she was an undercover type of person that would go around and get you. Just when you thought you were, especially at race time, or it was always, there was always a butt in her compliments and all that kind of stuff. And I went to the president of the company to talk to him about it because I really didn't want to leave. But she was so valuable to him in other ways. It was basically suck it up, suck it up, because Donna's not going anyplace. And I did. I left that job because of it. It was and I was just one of a long string. So it wasn't just our personality conflict. And years later, I was able to tell him that. And in, in hindsight, he had found out that she was free from the company and all that kind of good stuff. So he fired her. But yeah, I've never forgot that because he didn't want to listen. It was suck it up because this is the way it is. Interesting. It was literally a just, it's not going to change, get used to it or leave. Right. And he left. It'd be interesting to see if you could go back in time how many people left because of that one relationship and what would have been the company's outcome financially over the course of years if yeah. they would have gotten rid of that person first and just gone, this is not a good fit. People keep fleeing like rats on a ship. What good do you people. Okay, yeah. good people are leaving. So why would we keep that person around? Just because they're good and competent at their job, but they're also yeah. stealing. Yeah. And, and, and a little aside, that's why she was kept because she was so good at spotting theft, which is rampant in the property management business. She was so spotting, good at you got it. it. Yeah. And she was good at it because she knew <laughs> she was, how to she do, it. do it. Yeah. Knew where to look. But he, it really didn't matter. He wasn't listening. He had, he'd already made up his mind. And I should have known because when I interviewed for the job, the guy that hired me, who since left, said, can you work for Donna? I can work with anybody. Okay. I should have zeroed right in on that, but I didn't. But that was just, that's a blatant case of suck it up, in my opinion. It wasn't monetary. I think, I don't know what it was. It was his dependence on her. Maybe he didn't know how to do that part of it. Maybe she did. I don't know. He wasn't willing to give her up and was more willing to give up a long so, string of other people. Yeah. Very interesting. Interesting. So when I worked for the Boy Scouts years ago, I it's pre predominantly male. It's a, everybody there is male and the suck it up buttercup. I saw it a lot. It was that toughen up. You got it. Just get it done. It, it, so I don't, if it's, if it's gender more, it, it leans more towards one gender than another. My, my dad's favorite saying, if you want sympathy, it's in the dictionary between syphilis and shit. And so a, as a male, you just learned to, oh, okay, I was, I stayed with him for 16 years. So it was just, it was, it was that just get it done. Just this, this is how we do biz. Yeah. I come from a long line of those bosses as well that are like, just get it done. Yeah. We don't care. Like it's the job. 
You need yeah. to do the job. We don't yeah. care what's going on in your life. You're here. We're paying you. Get the job done. Yeah. As long as you're doing it legally, get it done. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That landscape's been changing for years or if not decades. I think. We're not as old you as know, you, though. That's true, which means I have more experience and therefore I have more wisdom than you. you <laughs> that's the word I think I'd use. Listen, <laughs> that a couple of decades ago, you, companies never had wellness programs. Correct. That, and I rightly think today the growing focus on taking care of our in, employees is exactly where it needs to be. It's that age-old thing. Who's more important, the employees or the customers? And I've always thought the employees were the most important because without them, you had nothing. Correct. And that's not that's not original thought by me. Richard Branson or whatever from the air, airlines always said his employees were more important as well. But my point is, I think we're moving away from this tall glass of suck it up thing and more towards paying attention to the health and wellness and well-being of, of the employees. And in my opinion, that's exactly what we should be doing. 100%. 100%. I'm going to say 20, you're right. 20 years ago, it, it was suck it up buttercup. Now, and it's very generational as well. It's more, we want to make sure everyone, you're good at work. Are you, are you okay? Family comes first, always putting trainings and tools in place to help the employee cope better. It's, it totally has changed. And personally for the better. And these days, mental health is everything. That's, it's a massive topic right now. It's interesting because that's one of the things that has changed is that suck it up buttercup mentality was not as profitable and is not as profitable Correct. as taking care of your employees. Yep. If you take care of the people, if you have the wherewithal to say something's going on, are you okay? Yeah. And really listening and being open to, and how do we help you? Those things, just that general human compassion of, I understand that you have a job to do, something going on in your life that's not what we would normally think is going on. And it could be any number of things. So what do we do to help you out? How do we make you as successful as we possibly can? And if an organization really does come in with that kind of an attitude to taking care of their people, then those people are going to be, they're going to feel heard, valued. They're probably going to be a little bit happier. And if you can provide the mental health resources available as well, it's going to be even better because they're going to be, feel like they're a part of the team. It's, this is a place I want to go to work because they right. take care of me and I have a yep. Right. Yeah. Re recent studies, Geoff, are showing that happy employees, and there's a lot that goes into happiness, but what you're talking about, we're talking about well-being and stuff here, that happy employees are on average 18% more productive than unhappy employees. And that means for every five or six happy employees you have, you don't have to hire another one. So you, you get, that's a compounding effect. And yeah, it's just better. Take care of your people. Come on, as the leader, just suck it up and do it. <laughs> I would say that is the appropriate time to use suck it up, invest in your people because they will, it, that return on investment is always there. It really yep. is. And, that, and Dis Disney's the master of that. They have that chain of excellence. They, if you believe, if you train and take care of your staff, they'll train, they'll take care of your customers. A happy staff is a happy customer. You have a great ambassador for your company in the community, drumming up more customers. So take care of your staff, treat your staff like gold as they should be, and you'll, your customers will come. If you build it, they will come. Your staff are literally the geese that lay the golden eggs. Correct. I think that's a great place to like, <laughs> interesting. I was going to put on my grouchy man hat and get in my rocking chair and start railing against all the young people and their feelings. Oh, do it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> go girl. You go girl.
<laughs> oh, I put on 30 years and you wouldn't believe how grouchy I can get real fast. <laughs> My wife actually thinks it's hilarious. She's like, you should probably do that as a YouTube show, but make sure you blur out your face because you'll never get another job again. <laughs> so you guys, thank you so much for your input. I really appreciate it. And for all of you out there listening, whether you're walking, driving your car, just taking care of your family and you got an earbud in and you're listening to this amazing show with our amazing guests. We have Jeff Conroy, Jeff Geyer, Dr. Sam Jennings, Myra Hall. I'm Jeff Geoff McLaughlin. Please do us a favor and subscribe to the podcast. Hit us up on all the socials and leave us a five-star review. Not a four-star, three-star, two-star, one-star. Although if it's a one-star, I'd really like to know why and please give us the input so we can help that out and bump it up a few stars. But help us out. Refers to your friends. Let us know how we can help you out. You can reach us at ask us at leadershipbs.co. Wasn't that it? Didn't that what I said? No, you said no more leadership BS. Ah, crap. <laughs> what a bunch of BS. <laughs> anyway, from all this here, <laughs> no more leadership. Hey, BS. can I bring up something real quick though? Yeah. A week ago, my niece from the Willamette Valley in Oregon came to Spokane for a soccer match for my great niece, grand niece. And I was talking to her and she goes, Hey, I listened to your podcast. I go, the no more leadership BS one. She goes, Oh yeah. She goes, cause she, she goes, I'm a new manager and I'm always looking for help and looking for insight. She goes, so I listen to it all the time in my car. And I also share it with my coworkers. So to Holly in Salem, Oregon, keep on listening. And like I, I've texted you and emailed you. If you have any topics that you want us to cover, let me know. So I'm sorry, shameless plug, family plug. Thank you, Holly, in Eastern Oregon. We appreciate Western, you Western Oregon. Western. I, I don't know Oregon. Definitely in Oregon. I don't geography. Either. Salem, the state capital, Beaver State. Yeah. No, <laughs> you missed me. Is there a brewery there? I might know there's, those ones. There's mm. many. Deschutes Brewery. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, oh, I know exactly where that one's at. Never mind. Which <laughs> From all of us here at the No More Leadership BS Podcast, thank you for listening. Have a great day, and we will see you on the next one. Have a good one. Bye. 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 Letterbox.